Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Resch Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness, clarity, and prosperity. Using my vision mapping framework, I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success, as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember, click the subscribe button, invite your friends and leave a comment. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining episode 49 with somebody who has helped me to stay accountable and actually to build my membership site, which is called Visions to Profits. His name is Richard Ralston, and he is in New Zealand. He has been very instrumental for me uh, in the membership. We have a focus forward meeting once a week, and he's really helped me to encourage people to show up every week to that meeting. I call him the chief encourager. Uh, He teaches course creators and membership owners how to set up accountability groups. He calls them pods that help their members to make progress faster so that they can get the results that they desire sooner. And you can find Richard at Richard Ralston, R-A-L-S as in Sam, T-O-N.com. Let's welcome Richard to Alaska Tracy's podcast. Well, hello, my good friend, Richard. Welcome to my show. Hi, how you doing? Great. How are you doing? How's New Zealand today? New Zealand's okay. It was a very, very frosty morning this morning. We had ice all over the cars, but it's a beautiful blue day out there. It's not very warm, but um, yeah, it's a beautiful, clear day. So So when we're recording this today, it is June 23rd. So it's summer here in Alaska. It's winter, right? It is winter here. Yeah. And getting colder. um, Wow. It's okay. Well, yeah. A beautiful place. Well, thanks for joining. The last time Richard and I were on a call together, a moose walked by my window. Um, So if if I get a little crazy, it's that bear and the moose are pretty active right now. (laughs) So (laughs) I'll hit the I'll hit the pause button. So thanks for joining in, Richard. If you could just share a little bit about your story, how you became a business owner, your background. Yeah, okay. So um, I've been playing around online now probably for close on 10 years, maybe a little longer. And uh, as you can see behind me, I'm pretty passionate about guitars and about uh, guitar playing and teaching people guitar. Um, My background, though, is in... I did a degree in music and, and I studied guitar, but then I went into the whole personal development field and youth development specifically, and then ended up uh, managing a couple of organizations and got into educational management and outdoor education and what they called um, adventure-based counseling back in the day. And in, anyway, all of those things, they were all about... Um, helping people move forward, helping people explore their potential and uh, take another step forward in their life. And so 
when I kind of discovered what was going on online, I thought, wow, this is a really exciting way of impacting more people. And I initially thought what I would do is just take uh, my guitar playing online and start to teach people um, guitar playing online. In fact, I was actually building instruments. So one of those instruments up there is one that I've built. Really? And I play that most day. Yeah. So, so that's Richard one has, of the other. Richard has two guitars behind him for those listening to the podcast. Yeah. And one of them up there is one that I've built. Um, and I've got another one just over here that I play every day. And so I, I, to me, the natural thing to do was to take my guitar playing online and teaching people how to build guitars and, and selling guitars online. And I did that for a little while, but it never really kind of, it never really got the traction I wanted it to get. Um, there was a reason for that. I had no idea back in those days about building a list. I just thought you put up a website and people find your website and then they send you an email and they buy something from you. And <laughs> oh my goodness, the things that we learn. It, so it's when you pretty... say building a list, a lot of people don't know what that means. What, is, what does that mean? Okay, so... Building a list is around having a list of people, um, a subscriber base, a bunch of people who follow you uh, because they like what you do and you have a way of getting in contact with them. And normally that's from having their email address and being able to contact them by email. And I had no idea about any of that stuff when I started. In fact, I didn't have any idea of that stuff for about six years. So I, I'd had an online presence. I was selling, I was blogging, I was putting up lots of free content. I was, um, I was selling the odd guitar here and there and doing the odd lesson here and there, but I couldn't figure out why my business wasn't getting any traction. And it was simply because I hadn't been, um, well, I didn't know about building an email list. And so, so that's what happened. Um, a few years after that, I discovered about building an email list and I discovered how to do that. And then I teamed up with a friend of mine in the United States, who's a top jazz guitar player. Oh. And we put together a course to teach jazz guitar and he did all the playing side of it because he's really, really brilliant. And I did all the marketing and website design and all the business side of it and behind the scenes. And we did that for a few years. But again, it never really quite took off. We, we sold some courses and we helped some people out. Um, but what, do you, I still... what, do you think, what do you think the problem was, the underlying problem? And, and how did you keep going knowing that you weren't making, generating income, a lot of income? Like, how did you keep it? Well, I was following a lot of other people online and I saw that they were doing great things online and I thought, yeah, they're smart, but they're not that much smarter than me. I mean, I, surely if they can do it, I can do it. I've got a laptop. I've got access to the internet. I understand or I was learning a lot more about how these things were working. I was doing some courses by now because I'd figured out that I needed to build an email list. So I needed to find out how all that worked. So I had started doing all that sort of thing, but it still hadn't quite, um, it hadn't quite gained momentum. So I was, I was still having to really push it to make things happen. And I couldn't quite figure out what that was. As it worked out, I changed fields and I went into real estate. 
of all Me things. Me too. What year did you go into real estate? Uh, about three years ago. Okay. So I've just finished up in real estate, but I was in real estate about three years ago and I thought, right, there has got to be some way to use online marketing in real estate, even if it's just to connect with my local audience and build a Facebook presence and all those sorts of things. So I did all those sorts of, I did all those things and that was, that was okay. Um, but I went looking for somebody online who um, who understood how this how this online presence worked for real estate agents, and I met a fantastic woman who became a mentor of mine, and I ended up being her community manager for her membership. And for her um, online and, online membership. Yeah, for her <laughs> online membership, I became her community manager. And then one day we were talking and she said she wanted to help people uh, engage more in the information and make progress faster. And she started talking about accountability groups. The short end of the story is we ended up putting together a whole process, which we now call pod groups, um, a whole process for helping people get into small accountability groups that we call pods and linking it back to the content and material that they're learning either in their courses or in their memberships. And we suddenly saw fantastic um, progress being made by these people. This, all of a sudden their, their progress accelerated, they were starting to get results faster and they were getting better results. Um, just, we just saw some amazing, and we're still seeing amazing things happening. And then towards the end of last year, uh, Christina said to me, that uh, she suggested that I put this, what we were doing with the accountability pods, put it together into a course and offer that out to other course creators and membership owners. And my response to that was, why would I do that? This thing is so simple. Anybody can do this, surely. <sighs> so, so she encouraged me and because uh, I was pretty resistant to it, you know, and I thought, oh, why, why would I bother doing this? Anybody can do it. Anyway, I started, I, I was a good lad and I did what I was told and I started writing all this out and I discovered that actually there were a huge number of moving parts. And it's not that any of this stuff is difficult. Um, it's not difficult, but there are lots and lots of moving parts and you need to get them in the right order and you need to get them functioning properly. And it, it's a bit like... Um, I don't know, having a car that runs, but the fan belt is loose or the gear stick doesn't, you know, the clutch, something wrong with the clutch, all the bits are there, but if they're not working right, the, the vehicle doesn't function too well. And it's the same with the accountability pods that we run. So, so anyway, I put together a course and we started offering it to a few people and then they started implementing accountability pods into their courses and their memberships. And all of a sudden they started getting incredible results for their people as well. And it's kind of interesting because I looked back on all that and I thought, wow, over the whole of my working life, everything I've done, it's not necessarily been about teaching people the guitar or outdoor adventure, taking people kayaking or rock climbing or any of those things. I love all those things. But the kind of underlying theme of all those things is helping people take another step forward. And what I've discovered is that's what really fires me up. I just love spending time with people and encouraging them to take another step forward. And I don't know, it just seems, maybe it's my superpower, I don't know. But I find that when I encourage somebody, 
they, I don't know, they get encouraged. What is that about courage, you know, or encouragement? Encouragement seems to give people courage. It's that, you know, that, that in, the word courage sits inside the word encouragement. And sometimes people just need the courage to take another step to move towards their goals and dreams. And so I do that by encouraging them. Now, in terms of the accountability part of all of this, um, we set up a structure where people talk about the things they want to achieve. And then a week or so later, we come back to the, with we come back and talk to them and say, hey, how did you get on with that? And then we encourage them to take another step forward. And there is something about being with a group of like-minded people who are all focused around achieving their goals. It just, it builds a member, it builds momentum of its own. And it's, it's super exciting to be part of something like that. And people love it. And of course, they get involved. Um, they start setting their goals and they start achieving their goals and they build momentum and yeah, it's just, it's great. So that's kind of what I do really. Yeah. So your, your title is chief encourager. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yes. Yeah. I, I love encouraging people. Chief lover of encouragement, chief encourager. So I, I met Richard through, and man, I always plug tribe. Um, I was taking uh, the membership course called tribe to create my membership community, which is called visions to profits. And we have a Facebook group that the alumni are in. And I don't know if somebody must've posted a question about how is, how's it going for your, how do you get members to show up for the accountability meetings once a week or whatever? And I chimed in and, and then I think you said a couple things and then would it be okay to email you? And I was like, sure. So I was one of your founders for your accountability yeah. group. What, what do you even call that? You uh, well, I call it a couple of things. We, we call them accountability pods, but, um, but I also run, um, and, and we have a course around that that we deliver. Um, and I also have my own little membership called Accelerate Your Progress. Okay. So we, so have, we, we have accountability for entrepreneurs as well in our little membership called Accelerate Your Progress. So I joined, there was a handful of us, and what we've learned in Tribe is to get founders on board for a very low amount of money, give, 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 and then they'll go out and kind of spread the word. And um, I was struggling with getting women from my membership on to the calls. I call them, thanks to Richard, we, I don't know, it came up. He was encouraging me. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to call it focus forward meetings. <laughs> and so I started implementing a couple of things, a couple of your forward movement steps. And I immediately saw a, a result. And then oh, like everything, great. right? Like, oh, I've lost five pounds. I'm good to go. <laughs> you know, the my foot came off the pedal again. And um, it's, it's not a coincidence that I'm interviewing Richard for episode 49 here on accountability, as I point to myself. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting thing, Tracy. It's like, I, I don't know, maybe you could use a really silly example of brushing your teeth. You know, it's like, hey, well, I brushed my teeth this morning, so I'm good to go for the rest of the week. My breath smells fine. It's fine. You know, it's all good. My, my, my teeth are clean. And, and we just, we get ourselves to a certain level 
and we go, great, I'm good to go. Right. But it's, you know, there's a saying, the natural state of the garden is weeds. If we don't get out there and maintain mm. the garden at the level that we've got it to, when it's looking really pretty, the weeds do grow up. And we just need to keep doing the things that we know are going to get us results. And we know what they are. You know, it's really interesting that you bring this up, Tracy, because in the last few days, I've got super busy with a couple of really, really exciting projects. Um, and they're demanding quite a lot of my time. But I know for me that I need to get out for a walk every day and I need to spend some time meditating every day. And if I don't do those two things, um, I can get away with it for maybe a day. But after two days, I just get to the end of the day and I'm fried. And it was interesting yesterday that I was too busy to go out and do those things, go out and go for a walk and, and, and spend time. You know, it doesn't have to be long. For me, it, can only be, it might only need to be five minutes meditating. I love to meditate for about 20 minutes. But if I can just get five minutes in, man, somehow that recharges me. It fills my tank. It, it charges up my batteries. Yesterday, it didn't happen, and I had guitar students late in the day, and um, I was pretty fried by the end of it. You know, it's really, really important that when we get the momentum going, that we maintain it, and often we need people around us to keep us accountable to that stuff and to encourage us to stay on track, and I, I guess that's what this thing is all about. I think the very first conversation that we had I was telling you that, I, and if any of you me members are listening to this, you know who you are, because uh, I'm going to share something that happened today, uh, and you'll know who you are. Uh, so I remember the conversation. I was upset with the members. They're just not showing up, blah, 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 blah. And, and you said, sounds like you have an expectation. What have you put in place to, I don't know, not manage, but to help with that expectation. And I was like, what do you mean? They know it's a focus forward meeting. It's every Tuesday. And you're like, do you do reminders? Do you, you know, there's like this whole system. And I was like, well, no. And you're like, well, of course you're going to be mad at them. You had an expectation. And I went back and I told the members that, and I said, this is what we're going to do. We're, I am implementing you have to sign up ahead of time, you, you know, and this is why, because when nobody shows up, I get upset and I'm not doing my job by helping you to stay accountable. And they were all like, oh, oh, like, oh, we get it. We're wasting your time. Like, oh, it totally makes sense. And you kind of helped me with the wording. And um, so I've been practicing doing some of the steps, right? Like, they get an email the night before, they get a video the night before in their Facebook group. Well, last night I just did the video and I forgot to send the reminder email because I send it once a month. They should know where it is. <laughs> in the file, it's in your membership portal, blah, it's everywhere. And sure enough, one of the gals last night was like, where's the link? And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And then this morning I was like, oh. I've been getting in the habit of sending the link the night before, and I didn't do it last night. So anytime we have an expectation, it's so it's so good for somebody outside of our business like you to go, wait, um, so you set up an expectation. What are the steps in place? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Tracy. I mean, these expectations in business, uh, it's called custom and practice. And 
regardless of whether we have processes and policies and procedures in place, there's something that overrides that called custom and practice. And that is what we actually do. Now, our processes and our procedures are what we say we do, but our custom and practice, which is what our clients and our members, that, that's what they experience we do. And sometimes there's a difference between what we say we're going to do and what we actually do, how we actually behave. It, it's a huge issue. It, it, you know, it, it's a massive issue. It's an issue in all our lives. For me, I want to be the sort of person who simply does the things I say I'm going to do. Now, hopefully, I'm also the sort of person who does the sort of things I say I'm going to do when I'm going to do them. And, and the whole issue around accountability is really, really that simple. And people have said to me before in the past, well, how do I start doing this sort of thing? You know, I, I've just, I've been terrible at this, this in the past, et cetera, et cetera. It's really simple. You just start by keeping a promise to yourself and make it a tiny, tiny little promise, the smallest little promise you can make. It might be just, hey, today I'm going to whatever it is. And then just get that little promise done and start becoming the sort of person who keeps your promises, who does the sorts of things you say you're going to do. Because here's the other side of it, Tracy, and I hate this. On one side of it, a person who does the sort of thing they say they're going to do, we call trustworthy. Right! But on the other side of it, what do we call somebody who doesn't do what they say they're going to do? I'm and the word is... The wow. word is not untrustworthy. Somebody who doesn't do what they say they're going to do is a liar. Ah, that's what my husband says. I'll say, so-and-so said blah, 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 and they didn't show. Or they, and he goes, oh, they're liars. And I'm like, that's really mean. He's like... I know. It's mean and it's super harsh. But for me, it motivates me to be, man, I don't want to be a liar. I don't want to be somebody who says that I'm going to do something and then doesn't do it or does something else. I want to be the sort of person who does the things I say I'm going to do when I'm going to do them. Because I tell you what, we are talking about business here, but when we can get these ideas into our lives, they don't just affect our business. They affect our relationships with our family, our friends, our children, our business partners. They, they, it, it changes who we are. It, and it changes our identity because people will begin to understand that they can totally trust us because when we say we're going to do something, we do it. So when you're coming back to talking about your members and, and helping them, um, turn up to the things that you'd like them to turn up to, which of course is the things they want to turn up to as well. That's why they're your members. Then we've got to come up with really clever ways and helpful ways of reminding them to do things that they say they're going to do and training them to become the sort of people that are going to do the things that they say they're going to do. Now, I, there's some huge things around leadership in that. Right. You and know, don't, don't you find that the ones that are doing the work, they're showing up and they're making the progress, they're the ones you really want to focus on. And the other ones, I don't know, like I, I'll watch and I'll watch some of them just fly. Like now I'm doing this, now I'm doing that. And I'm like, oh, they're floundering because I know what it's like. I know what it's like. And, and then the ones that are showing up every week, 
they're growing and they're changing and they're staying they're they're building this trust with this group but the other ones and and it just takes what it takes some aren't ready yet yeah so so one of the things that we try and help people do in our in our groups and you know when i'm running accountability meetings with people i'll say okay what's the big project that you're working on and they'll tell me what it is and then i'll go great so what's one thing the most strategic thing you really really need to get done this week that you'd love to get done this week and they'll tell me what that is and then i'll say great so what is your obvious next step that you could take to move you towards getting that one thing done this week so we try and help people break it down from their their big project to something that they need to strategically achieve this week right down to what we call the obvious next step and when you can break it down that small the obvious next step it, it doesn't really have too much emotion around it anymore it's just like this is the obvious step, next step i need to take and so people take it and of course when they take it they realize that they can move forward and often when they take one step they realize that um they realize what the next obvious step to take is and so they keep taking steps you know and if you can if you can make each step small enough and easy enough people will start taking and you'll find this in your own life you'll start taking lots of steps really really quickly and all of a sudden you find yourself achieving the things that you wanted to achieve in a week and then you'll find yourself achieving the things that you want to achieve in a month and all of a sudden you find you you know you'll look back in a year going wow i can't believe how far i came in this last year and it's simply because you took your obvious next step and when i'm doing it when i'm staying accountable i find i gravitate to those that are are walking the talk talking the walk walking they're showing yeah. up they're they're like their focus they're and i'm like all of a sudden the ones that are scattered they you know it, it they just kind of disappear yeah and you know for me the, the, those that are scattering and those that are disappearing i guess for me that's a lot where my heart is to go right. after those people right. and say hey you have the potential you have the potential to achieve amazing things let, can we help you and and here's how we're going to do it we're just going to help you take one little tiny tiny step and when you've taken that step come back and we'll help you take one more tiny tiny step because what we find is that people who take tiny steps consistently over time produce massive results i interviewed a fellow triber um on the last episode yeah i think and her level of accountability is she has a, a whole group and they meet for 2 hours every week and she was sharing it and i was i was like vibrating in my seat i was like oh, oh i need those people like where are they and then i'm like oh richard <laughs> well thank you <laughs> there he is <laughs> because like i can tell my husband stuff but he cannot hold me like he could tell me the same thing you tell me and i'm like yeah right like i it's people outside of the, my household that i can i don't know i can just grow from they're not attached to the business or anything else yeah i think i think that is true yeah. for things like um things in your business but i guarantee with your husband 
when you say that you're going to do something, yeah. you feel the weight of wanting oh, to yeah. do that, right? <laughs> yeah. And and I reckon I reckon it's that I I don't understand what this is except that it's relationship. The deeper relationships we have with people, and the more we get to know people, the more we feel maybe maybe it is obliged to do right. what we say we're going to do to keep our promises to them. You know, it's easy to um, not keep a promise to somebody who you don't know. But when there's a cost involved, we keep our promises. We know that if we purchase, you know, if we go to a webinar and we sign up for a webinar or something like that, and it costs us to go to that webinar, we'll turn up because of the cost. It's the same with it's the same with a ticket going to a concert. Now I know we not too many of us are going to concerts right now, uh, given the state of the world. But you know, if you pay money to go to a a, con a conference or a concert, man, you'll turn up because you've paid the money. Now I think it's and what's the phrase? Um, Those who pay pay attention because there's a cost involved. I think it's the same too with accountability groups. When you spend time with people on a regular basis and you develop deep relationships with those people and you say you're going to do something, there is a cost if you come back and say, you know what, I didn't do it. I didn't do what I say I'm going to do. There is a cost in terms of that relationship. Right. So we need relationships. That that's the bottom line. Or we need if you want to divert course, like because of fear, right? I'm gonna jump ship now. I'm gonna run away from this membership. If you're involved in a community, they can say, "Well, wait, hold on. What's going on? Like, what's happening? What last week you said? So what what happened?" And they can kind of help you to get back on that pathway. Yeah, and we all have times where we just want to bail out. Right. We all have times when it's too hard. Uh, you know, that's life. Yeah. Um, but it's when we have people around us who are who will encourage us to take another step forward. That's that's when that's the difference that makes the difference, and that's the thing that holds us in. I know. You know. It's when people believe in me. Yes, I need to believe in the process. I need to believe that this thing will work. But when somebody comes back and say, says, hey, Richard, I believe in you. Tracy, I believe you can do this. I believe you can make this happen. We go, wow, somebody, somebody actually sees the potential in me more than I see it in myself. Yes. It's so powerful. And we need to go after those people. We need to have those people in our lives. And the whole accountability thing, I, I mean, I haven't talked about this and we don't have time to get into this in any depth, but I hate accountability. Isn't right. that a funny thing? Right. I want to be able to go and do my own thing on my own time whenever I want to do it. I'm an entrepreneur, do. don't you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yet I know that that's not what makes progress. And so I have to fight those things in myself as well. So I have a number of people who I meet with every week and it's this is my obvious next step that i need to take towards fulfilling my goals and they'll come back to me a week later and they'll go hey richard you said you were going to do this how have you got on now look i don't always get those things done because as we move down the path as we take some steps we discover that maybe we need to go left a little bit or maybe we need to go right or we might get a couple of steps down and discover what that's really like down that path and go, hey, I shouldn't be doing this at all. I need to be doing this other thing over there. But the point is we're moving. 
Right. You know, the, the instead of zigzagging. <laughs> well, the, the, yeah, it's not so bad if we if we zigzag if we're going in the right direction. But but here's a thought for you. Here, here's a here's a thought for you. Somebody who is in total balance is going nowhere. Somebody that is in total balance, balance isn't is, moving. Uh huh. They are going nowhere. Right. When we take one step and then take another step, we move from out of balance to out of balance, to out of balance, to out of balance, to move forward. The only time that we are in balance is when we're standing still. Oh, that's good. And so it's okay if your life is not always in balance, but right. we do need to counterbalance it because if you just keep going in one way, <laughs> and you don't counterbalance, you're gonna fall over. <laughs> right, like paddling to the right. Yeah, you just go around and circle. the left. <laughs> you're gonna go in circles. <laughs> yeah. But if you're just sitting there, if you're just sitting there in your canoe or your kayak in balance, you are going, you are just drifting wherever the river right. is taking you. Or if you're on a lake, you're just getting blown wherever the wind is blowing or you're just sitting still. For me, it's, it's not oh, the, this sounds good. Oh, this sounds good. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm over here now. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. And then my audience is going, wait, what do you even do for a living? <laughs> like, wait, I thought you were doing, oh, last week I was doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's super important that we have people around us who believe in us, who will hold us accountable to the things that we say we're going to do. Yes, well, that, I that's think, what makes the difference. I thank you for holding me accountable, and we're going to have a little chat after this um, <laughs> about the next step for me to be accountable. What the last question I want to ask you, Richard, and um, what, what what is your definition of success that you can leave leave the audience with? Yeah, my definition of success. I would love I would love to say that I have that exactly nailed down. Um, for me at the moment, success is moving forward. Success for me is making progress. It's being on a journey towards moving towards uh, a hope that I have about a better future. It's not a destination. It's not about having X amount of money in the bank. Um, it's, it is definitely about being on a journey where I feel I'm making a difference in my own life and I'm making a difference in the lives around others or in other people's lives. It's success for me is a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment. So I, I feel success when I'm, when I'm satisfied. And what brings me satisfaction is helping people take another step forward towards their goals and dreams. I love that. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for showing up today. <laughs> You're welcome. I appreciate you. And I will put uh, how to get a hold of Richard in the show notes. It's richardralston.com. Uh, but I will let you all know that. And thank you for listening in today. Hope you gained some clarity on accountability. And remember to hit that subscribe button before you leave. And thank you. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Until next time.